So if you ever see me behind the scenes of my podcast, you'll know that I always have a giant cup of water or my camelback sitting on my desk because I don't know about you, but when I am constantly talking, I have to stay hydrated, not just because it helps you talk, but because it is so huge for brain clarity. I'm telling you, I don't know if you've ever had those days where you're just not thinking clearly or your workouts aren't as good, but you guys, I have massive goals, whether it be with my business or my body or this podcast. And I know there's no way that I'm going to get those if I am not taking care of myself nutrition-wise, workout-wise. And one of the biggest pieces that most all of us forget about is water. If you're not feeling great or you're not thinking clear, your workouts aren't that great, it might be because you're too dehydrated. So there's a huge difference in using liquid IV in your water than just drinking water alone. So did you know that drinking liquid IV provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water alone? And you guys, I know that I've said this a million times before, but plain water is not motivating me enough to drink it. So I always, always put something in there. Liquid IV, a packet of liquid IV in all of my water is pretty much what you're always going to find me doing because that what is, that's what gets me to drink it. So with that said, what makes it so effective? It's the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium that delivers water and nutrients into your bloodstream. It's the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. So you guys, the really cool thing, you know that we are all about giving back. Liquid IV is donating 2.3 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. So you can get Liquid IV anywhere at Costco, Target, and 25% off if you go to liquidiv.com and use the code HAPPY at checkout. So you know that because you listen to this podcast, I'm always going to make sure that you get a coupon and you get a discount. So that's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code HAPPY at liquidiv.com. So that's liquidiv.com promo code H-A-P-P-Y. I hope you guys try it. Let's take just a second to talk about what is going on in the world right now. If we know one thing about life, it is that change is always constant. But lately, it kind of feels like there's something new every single day that we're just not prepared for. So it may be that we are trying to adjust to this new normal, but it's just stressful. But most important, you know that this podcast is all about having tools, but also talking it out. So if it's not enough for you to be listening to podcasts or reading books, and maybe you're in between that supportive group of friends or you don't yet have that supportive tribe, maybe you don't have the people that you can talk to in your life. I'm telling you, it is all about making sure that you seek the support and help that you need. That is why Talkspace Online Therapy is here to give you that support because we all need it right now. I'm actually specifically carving out time to make sure that I'm talking about everything that's coming up and everything that we are all going through because it's so much right now. So you get matched with a licensed therapist from the comfort of your own device and you get to reach out to them 24-7. Whether something's on your mind, you will hear back daily, five days a week. So the cool thing about Talkspace is that it is affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. And sometimes let's face it, maybe you're not in a space where you want to start reaching out to find a therapist right away, but you know that you want to start talking to someone or just getting different things off your chest, bouncing ideas off someone. Talkspace, you can send unlimited text messages to your therapist and they'll engage with you at least five days a week. That means you never have to wait to share what's on your mind. They have a therapist network. Talkspace therapists have experience treating depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, relationship issues, food, eating, and much more. And you guys, it's always secure. So you can always rest easy knowing whatever you share is confidential. So bottom line, you guys, we all need someone to talk to. I know that I make sure I have somebody. I have no problem reaching out and no problem if I'm going to seek a therapist. So reach out, talk to someone at Talkspace and give the licensed support 
that you deserve at a price you can afford. So as a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off of your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go right now to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code Lori to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Lori at Talkspace.com. So go to Talkspace.com and you can just use my name for that code. And please don't wait if you're feeling like you need to talk to someone. The feeling that we'll have knowing that one million homes, there are people in those beautiful spaces practicing their affirmations every day. That is the feeling that we want to attach ourselves to. And the money is associated with that. But we don't have to be focused on that money goal because, you know, it can just turn into a whole bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. So the impact goal is more, I think, what we want to be associated with. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. We have some really exciting news that Chris and I are taking our Fast Foundations mastermind that is normally online and in person, but we are creating it so that it is all online. So for obvious reasons, this has been you know, a pivot that we've had to make. And we are making this so incredible because so many of you who were not able to travel, who maybe couldn't afford it before, now have access to us. So if you don't know, Chris and I do this mastermind together. Chris Harder is my husband. If you didn't know, he has helped me so much with business and strategy. And I am a sheer idea machine and problem solver. So what we do is we invite in incredible guests and experts in their field and in their arena to help come together to work on your business. So you guys, you've got to check it out. We are launching again in August, fastfoundations.com. We work with a set of entrepreneurs who truly are doing the do. So if you're finally ready to launch and scale your business or scale the business that you currently have right now, if you're just feeling like it's not going fast enough, let us help you. So go check it out. You guys, on today's interview, I love these women. I'm having so much fun talking to these partners in business. So today is no different. I know that last week I had some incredible women on. And this week, I had such a fun conversation with Anna Lozano and Lindy Sood. And they are the founders and CEOs of the Love Powered Company. It's the affirmation company. They are moms on a mission to power the next generation of mindful leaders and make I am affirmations common practice in homes and around the world. Their affirmations have been seen on the Marilyn Dennis show, breakfast television, Fox News, and enjoyed by influencers and celebrities, including Sarah Landry of the Birds Papaya, Jamie King, Julie Black, Cheryl Hickey, amongst many others. You guys, it's not just about the affirmations, although that is one of the biggest things that have changed my life. We talk all about getting out there, getting your message out there and starting your business, starting and scaling your business and what it looks like to scale a dream, not only as one person, but as partners. So you are going to benefit huge from this conversation. Let's get started. Anna and Lindy, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us, Lori. So we have been, you've been in my world for a while. We've been in each other's worlds for a while because you guys own uh, Love Power Co., which is so awesome. A, I'm going to have you explain it. I want you to share uh, what it is that you guys do. Sure. So uh, it's Lindy speaking here. I'm the blonde. Often people get us mixed up, but... Uh, <laughs> 
here with Anna, and we started a company called Love Powered Co. We call ourselves the Affirmation Company. So we create affirmations that are as beautiful as they are meaningful. And it was inspired from Anna and I, you know, when we were first starting to get to know each other and we became friends, we realized that we were both really heavily involved in personal development, Mm. which you are all about, which we love, self-love. We were self-love advocates and we were doing affirmations and we looked at our children and we just thought, look at these beautiful, clean slate children. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, they're so pure. They're so innocent. Imagine we could teach them or show them all of these beautiful lessons that we're learning today. Imagine we could show them the power of positive self-talk at this early age. What would their lives look like in you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. So we started to look online for what was available in terms of affirmations for kids and affirmations for families and moms to do with their children. And what we were looking for, it didn't exist at the time. So we mm. thought the hole in the marketplace that we we could fill, let's do this. And so that's how we, uh, we came to grow Love Powered Co. Oh, that's awesome. So what were some of the things... So you were in self-development, you were kind of learning the power of affirmations and replacing those old stories or going through things. So is there something that your your company does? Like, are we meant to do these every single day? Like, what does that look like when you actually see them in full effect? For sure. I mean, affirmations, the, the magic of affirmations is all about consistency, mm-hmm. repetition. So the power of affirmation is really... Um, tricking your subconscious mind to believing a belief to be true. So our subconscious mind is always listening, always reaffirming beliefs to be true, whether they're empowering and inspiring or if they're really self-destructive. So the thing is we have choice. And the more we speak to ourselves in really empowering and inspiring ways, the more we then begin to believe it, rewiring our brains, and then this becomes our new story about ourselves. So yes, consistency is key. Um, I mean, we can pull an affirmation in a little bit and show you exactly what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And and we can do that in a bit. I would love to um, have our listeners hear some of them because they're really beautiful. Um, I have been a huge advocate for affirmations. It's what totally changed my life because we don't realize what we have playing in our head. And I think, you know, the beginning of personal development is like that self-awareness of, whoa, I had no clue that this is what I was thinking or saying, or especially before you go to take that uh, next step or big leap in your life. And I, I think people forget about how important, I think we can overlook it sometimes as we start growing because we think, oh, that's like kind of the foundation of self-development or that's kind of like the 101 or basic training or whatever it looks like. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to go back and go, oh, I have a new story running in my head that I didn't even realize. And you think that you've outgrown it and you never, ever do because there's always a new story running. So I would love to know for you guys, like what are some of your affirmations that you are thinking in your head right now that's replacing a story? Like what's an old story that keeps coming up for you, even right now for where you are in your business? Because I know that you've you've experienced um, some success at this point in your business that you know is like you probably would have dreamed of in the beginning of it. Um, but what is that old story that keeps coming up for you or a new story? And what's your affirmation that you use? For me, I'll, I'll speak first and then, and then Anna can speak. Um, for me, what I always come back to, the self-limiting belief that I've worked tirelessly my whole life to overcome <laughs> is that I have anxiety. Mm. And so kind of like it pops up at different times and in different ways. But again, as you mentioned, Lori, it's all about awareness. It's about catching ourselves in that thought. So for me, it's always taking that self-limiting belief, replacing it with the antithesis of and throwing a I am in front of it. So I have anxiety becomes I am peace. So mm-hmm. I am my I am peace mantra for me is everything it has been for years and years. It's what I call my comfort mantra. And at any given point in time, if I hear that little mean girl speaking in my mind, I catch her. I give love to her because I know that it's ego just trying to do her, you know, she's trying to do her job. Mm -hmm. I give love to her, but I say not today. And I replace it with an empowering statement, which is I am peace. I am brilliant. I am healthy and wealthy. I am safe. I am loved. I am protected. Thank you for my blessings. And I'll repeat it again and again to bring myself into the present moment and to clear the noise. And then, you know, in that moment, I feel great, but I also know that my subconscious mind is listening and believing that to be true the more and more that I say it. Mm. So real quick before um, Anna shares uh, hers, because I just want to dig into that for one second and I'll have Anna talk about it too. Um, 
when you say I give her love, because this was a piece that was so important to me, like what does that conversation look like when, yeah, you kind of want to just be like, shut the F up. Like, I hate you. Go away. That's the old me. That's the lower me, whatever. But I, I found that that's not actually, that doesn't really work. Like it doesn't create a great foundation for your new thought to land on. So, so just elaborate a little bit when you say I give her love, what does that mean? So if you think about that mean girl in your mind as being an individual or a person or somebody that has, you know, thoughts and feelings themselves, if I actually think of it as somebody that I would be speaking to, I would understand if somebody's coming at me from an angry perspective or they're hurt or they're frustrated or they're just hateful, I always seek to understand where that's coming from, where that intention is coming from. So I can give that person love. I, I don't have to agree with it. I can give mm-hmm. that individual love and then move forward. And that's the same way that I treat my mean girl in my mind. So I'm aware of her. I'm giving love to her because she is just doing her job. She's trying to keep me safe. Mm. And then I can say not today, no, thank you. And then replace it with the empowering. Mm. Like you're like, I don't, I don't need this today. Thanks for keeping me safe. But going on stage and speaking is not going to kill me. Um, I so relate to your anxiety one. That's literally mine all the time. Like still to this day, I'm just, there it is. There it is. But it's trying to keep me safe. So there you go. All right, Anna, how about you? Yeah. I mean, if I tie it to COVID, I feel like Mm. I have two young daughters. They're two and four. And so they were both at Montessori since the age of 15 months. And so, you know, they're so connected. They're so in tune. And there's these big emotions in our household. And I'm feeling these triggers, these old trigger triggers arise in my body mm-hmm. and they're coming up constantly because as, especially the little one, she's not even two yet when she's having her tantrums and we're having so many more of them and she'll literally lay down and kick her legs. I'm like, okay, I'm going to breathe through this. What is this bringing up for me? Why am I so impacted or triggered specifically by what she is doing right now? Mm-hmm. And so I'm bringing awareness to what's going on in my body. And I mean, the natural natural response is to, you know, get angry, respond in a frustrated manner. And you know what, that has come out the first few times, but now my husband and I are, we are calling each other Shafali. We're calling each other Dr. Shafali. <laughs> we both like brought out the audiobooks. We brought out the books and we're like, no, we are going to, again, bringing awareness to this, um, use this opportunity for our own growth, for our own healing. And then because we're spending so much time with our kids, we're going to be so much better off mm. um, in responding to them versus reacting. And so the the negative self-talk for me is like, I'm failing at this motherhood thing. I always thought, you know, mm. and I, I used to speak to my mom and be like, mom, I'm such a good mom. I'm doing really well. You know, we're doing affirmations, we're empowering them, but I am questioning everything right now because they're, they're having high emotions and I'm having high emotions. Mm. And so it's really, again, bringing awareness to it and then figuring out, okay, how can this be for our greatest healing for everyone in the household? Mm, So good. So your, do you have an old, um, maybe an old story that used to creep up all the time that you replaced to even do this business? Like what was, what was the story around, okay, we want to do these affirmations. Like, is this, you know, what happened after that? What was the voice and how did you overcome it? Yeah. So the voice for me, I grew up in an immigrant household. So being an overachiever and high performer, that was kind of the setting that I grew up in. And I was raised to believe that you have to study hard, get good grades, go to great school, find that great paying job, eventually, you know, retire with a pension. Mm -hmm. And I started to question all of that in my early twenties. And so when it comes to affirmations, I feel like I unconsciously self-motivated myself all the time. Mm. But I didn't really realize I was doing it because it was that type A personality. But then when I became a mom, this was such unfamiliar ground for me. You know, I had lived a life of freedom. I was traveling the world. Um, and then all of a sudden this little beautiful, perfect soul took all my freedom away. Mm. And so my affirmation journey really um, helped me transition into motherhood. Mm-hmm. And it was just empowering myself. You know, you are a great mom. You got this. This is on purpose. You're here to help this, you know, beautiful soul develop into who she is meant to do to be and what she's meant to do. But trust me, like this for me is that constant thing that comes up for me is the mom mm-hmm. thing. 
You know, you're not doing good enough. Why did you just yell? Her subconscious mind is being programmed until the age of seven. Like all of this talk, like sometimes you know too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I text my Reiki master that I work with. I mean, for the last few years, I'm like, uh, uh, Carrie, did I just fuck her up for life? (laughs) She's like, yes, don't call me. No, I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be great if our coaches just were super sarcastic? Right? (laughs) Like, yes, you're screwed. (laughs) You screwed her up. No, take a deep breath and reminds me that we're all human. We're going to react. But as long as we can learn from it, that's the key. Like, we're not perfect. We're trying Mm -hmm. our best. Oh, so good. So I want to know about the... So we know it's a great idea. We know it works. We know it changes lives. But now it's getting other people to see that it's a great idea. So tell me about how you two got together on the idea. What made you know that you wanted to do a partnership? Were you hesitant about entering into a partnership together? Well, it's actually really, really good because we didn't know this at the time, but Lindy and I have very similar backgrounds. So we both went to business school. We Mm. both worked, you know, really intense corporate sales and marketing jobs. And when we came together, it was just this electric energy. And we thought, you know what, we have to do a business together. And we're actually going to do a podcast because we were doing some story, uh, Facebook story series interviews. And then we said, you know what? That's where it came back to the conversation with our kids. We Mm. have these perfect little human beings. What tool can we create for them so that we can constantly remind them of this magic that lives within them? And so Mm. because we had this similar story of affirmations, that's where we knew it. We thought, okay, this is the product we're going to launch with. From then, we realized we both have very complementary skills. So we naturally fell into the roles in this company doing what we love. So I love the sales aspect. I love connecting and collaborating. Um, I love the PR side of things. Mm. And Lindy is the creative genius. So she has done all of the written uh, written aspects of our business from you know the the copy on the physical product to our Instagram, to our blog, to our website. That's all of Lindy's magical mm. words. Wow. Isn't that crazy how that works sometimes? You're like, actually, thank God we weren't so similar in certain areas because this would not have... like If you've never been in a business partnership before, sometimes entering in your first one, you kind of go in blind. You're like, well, if I get along with them well and we have the same idea, that's a great idea. And actually, (laughs) as you get in, you're like, "Mm, no, our strengths are the same. This is not good. We have to hire somebody else or we have to figure out what this looks like. So that is like so cool that you guys had opposite... Um, you know, strengths. So tell me, has there been something really challenging um, first before we move from talking about the partnership? Has there been things that you've had to have hard conversations about um, with working together? Oh my goodness, of course. I mean, in any type of relationship where you are working with somebody so closely, so intensely, there's going to be um, disagreements. There's going to be things that we don't see eye to eye on, but thank goodness we're in this space because we're Mm -hmm. always there to remind one another of what we're doing, why we're doing it. And, you know, we can get off kilter. We can get off topic. We can decide that we're stressed and, you know, is this worth it at various times in the business, but we are always there to remind the other one of the point of it all. Why are we doing this to begin with? And um, so it's been a beautiful, beautiful way for us to actually practice what we preach and to heal out loud because whenever we do have an issue, we always come out stronger and then we have content to talk about. Isn't that the best? I'm like, I'm in the best arena because I use everything. Uh, Like everybody knows I'm like, you get in a fight with me, the shit's going on like my (laughs) podcast, so... Just beware. I'm going to probably talk about it without using your name. But <laughs> exactly. And I mean, to take it one step further, Anna and I went from new friends to basically a married couple. Yeah. Oh my God. And we knew this was a long-term thing. We had such passion for this project that we knew we weren't going to just quit. So mm-hmm. we thought, you know, we're entering into a marriage And if we have a disagreement, we're going to treat it like we're having a disagreement with our husband and we're going to get over it and we are going to be stronger because of it. And we really have lived that way. It's been great. Mm. I love that you just said you're going to treat it like you do a husband um, just because you know that you're in the end with your husband, you, you want it, you want a peaceful outcome. And I think once you've committed to that, right. And Anna, you were going to say something. 
Yeah, I was going to say, we want the same thing. So similar to what you were going to say. And I remember, you know, we've had our heated discussions and in my mind, I kept saying, we're on the same team. We're on the same team. So communication is everything, just like it is in a marriage, just like it is in a business partnership. And you know what? We've had so many challenges, especially right now from the business standpoint. So that in turn creates stress. And so... Mm. Like Lindy said, the great thing is we have these tools to go back to and these practices that we preach and we naturally have to utilize them so that we're being authentic to you know what we're putting out in the world and it pushes us to do it ourselves too. Oh, so good. So I definitely want to dive into some of the challenges right now. But first I want to ask like from, from idea to actual concept, what did it look like? Where did you get started? How did you find your... Um, your resources that you used, all of those things, because this is where I just find so many people get freaking stuck. Like they're just like, I couldn't, I I didn't know how to do it. Or, you know, that, that was hard or I ran out of money. Uh, Of course you did. Like that's how it happens. So tell me about your beginning, um, concept and ideas and how you guys moved forward with finding people and, um, getting your product made. Not to get too woo woo, but I know you love go, go woo. (laughs) I love it. But we asked for guidance and the answer came as they always do. And I remember talking to Anna, we were so, I mean, the energy was so exciting and so electric and we had, we were just so excited about it all. And we had that momentum wave for quite a while, but when we would get stuck, I would fall asleep and I know Anna would do the same thing, but I would fall asleep at night asking for the answers to come Mm -hmm. and I would wake up with the answers. And it really feel like it was just meant to be almost like the infinite creativity was there and just kind of came through us for our products. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, I've never written outside of my own personal mantras. I had never written a series of affirmations before. And if I got caught up in the how, the hows, obviously of like, how's it going to work and how are we going to pay for it and all this stuff. And you got caught in those weeds, I would have to bring myself out of it to to draw myself back into that creative space. So if I asked, the answers were given and then the rest really flowed. I mean, I remember um, in terms of our illustrator for our first product, Love Powered Littles, I had this vision and I kept talking to Anna about it, of these characters, these ki- we need to have these characters that these kids could really relate to. And I knew exactly what I wanted. And I just went on Pinterest And I started searching illustrators from all over the world. And I interviewed people from Taiwan and from England and from Australia. And then I found my illustrator. It was the most perfect timing. It was the most perfect situation. It just came to me. She popped up. I had a conversation and it was like, this was meant to be. I felt, I feel like everything from idea to creation, to design, to manufacturing at that time, it flowed so easily. And it's because we were open and we were asking mm-hmm. for the answer. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll add to that when something isn't flowing, we're really good at like pausing, contemplating, and then really letting it go. So recently, Lindy was working on a new product that we were going to launch. And I remember her texting me and saying, you know what? I just don't know. I don't know if mm-hmm. this is where we're supposed to launch next this isn't flowing, this isn't flowing, this isn't flowing. And right away, I'm like, you know what? Let's pause it. Maybe the timing is not perfect right now. And then COVID happened. Oh my God. And the product didn't even relate. Now that we think about it, was not even relatable to what happened and what's going to happen after this. So it's just like for us with this specific company, if it's not flowing, there is nothing forceful about it. There's no pushing. You know what? we show up, we do the work, we take the action. If it doesn't flow, we let go, we surrender and trust this or something better. Oh, I love that. That's such an important lesson. Um, It's funny, there's something right before COVID happened that if I would have... Um, th- there was a contract that I needed to sign. I was feeling guilty about it, I, but I kept on needing to do like some extra research to figure things out if I want to enter into like this very long three-year agreement with this company. And I... It's like, I just couldn't get all the answers right away. They weren't coming like from whether it was people I wanted to get on the phone with and it it just wasn't working. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm disappointing these people who I said I want to enter in this contract with and COVID comes. And then I got connected with another person who I'm not even going that direction anymore. And if I would have signed it, like if I would have kept trying to push it and push it and push it for fear that they would be upset, like that was the underlying fear. Because in the end, you guys, like your idea will, 
it will, it, it's not going to feel good sometimes. So that's, that's like another thing I'd love to chat with you guys about. Um, you know, sometimes it's not going to feel good and it is the idea that's supposed to come out. Like sometimes it's going to be hard and you're going to have to go through a lot of conversations and a lot of like, um, trying to get people to get on board with you and get excited and recognize what you're doing is important. Um, so what, can you explain to me the difference between flowing and the difference between, you know, flowing and when you just need to stick to it to get it out there? Right. I feel like business in general is hard. I mean, Lindy's been doing most of the work from the manufacturing side, and that is hard work. I mean, you're dealing with China and the the language barrier, the time zones, the you know different currencies that we're working with. It's it is hard work, mm-hmm. but you can't stop there because that's where you know you need that to work for the mm-hmm. product to come to life. So that's not you know, we're talking more about the flow. Let's say you're trying to connect with someone and that person isn't responding. I mean, there is so much you can do where you just have to, you know, realize, okay, maybe this isn't the right person that I'm supposed to come in contact with. I'm going to let it go and trust that they're either going to respond or not, but I'm going to keep moving in another direction. Potentially I'm going to pivot and try something else. I'm going to pivot and contact someone else, you know, especially when we're talking about collaborations or, or PR or, influencer strategy. I mean, it's, if it's not working, you just have to let that go because you don't want to annoy people. You don't want to be that person mm-hmm. that, you know, is just constantly like, Hey, me again. But that's not to say that you don't keep moving in a different direction because it might not be the right fit right now. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So if we're going back to the product, like the the actual product side, when you're like, what do I all need? You know, let's say there's there's a woman out there right now or um, a couple of women who want to partner together and they are saying like, hey, we want to start this thing. It's a product or whatever it is. Where where do we begin? Like you had just said that you kind of like found your person um, and your people, but what would you tell them? Do they outside of, because I love the woo, that's exactly what I do. So partnering the woo with then really searching, like, do you shake your trees of who you know? Do you, what do you, what, what's the method to the madness of getting the actual ball rolling? I mean, yeah. So contacting everybody, you know, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) I mean, when it comes down to it, yes, absolutely asking and it is given, but there's a lot of inspired action that goes with it. So you have to do the work. I think that a lot of people, one of the things Marie Forleo, I remember her saying that you can think and you can think and you can think all day. And by the end of the day, you're exhausted and you feel like you did something, Mm. but you do anything. So turn that thinking into actual inspired action um, because the work needs to be done. So the first step for Anna and I is we actually, we made a little deck. We got our kids involved. We got them to say affirmations. And if you ever hear three-year-olds speaking words of affirmation, you'll be brought to tears. Mm. Everybody will be. And we laid out our concept and we went to our most trusted business um, contacts, I would say. So people that we would think of as mentors in our lives, in various aspects of our lives. We got a handful. How many people did we talk to? Maybe 10, um, where we presented our idea to them and we wanted to know their feedback. They all gave very positive feedback. And a few of them actually, you know, tried to steer us in different directions and whatever it may be. So we had to stand true to what we wanted to do. But we wanted to know that this was an idea that not only ourselves, that not only we were craving, but that other people, whether they were in our space or not, saw that it could be a good idea and that it actually could become a viable business. So we started to talk to people that we knew. And once we got that kind of validation, I mean, it was off to the races. We just started to get to work. We started, we knew the things that we needed to do. Mm -hmm. And we, we went for it before we had all of the answers. So we didn't know everything about what we were about to do, but we just started to get to work. And then the answers came as we were on that journey. And I would say, thankfully so. Like if you know what goes into a startup, I mean, I don't think anyone would sign up for that class. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) Yep. It's like, thank God we didn't know. 
Oh my God. Isn't that the truth? Uh, uh, you guys, I, uh, so Lindy, I love what you just said because this is what's, this is what happens so often. It's happened to me so many times in my life. I can't even tell you where I come with an idea and it's the idea that is going to be, you know, I, I want feedback on it for sure. And it can, it can change shape a bit, but it can't lose its actual like chassis, right? Like we can change the car and we can change the body shape a bit, but the chassis needs to stay like that's ours. Like with, with changing that you lose the entire momentum of an energy that is going to be needed to push it forward that you are going to provide. So what can happen is I remember uh, before I wrote the book that I wrote, I got offered like something very shiny by somebody that was a, a big mentor of mine. And it was, if you write this book, you know, it was a different title. It was, I was going to call it, I think the negative negativity cleanse or something like that. And I had done a negativity cleanse video and they loved the concept of the video. And they were like, you should write this book. And I was like, oh my God, I should like, but that wasn't the book that I wanted to write. But because they were interested in it and saying they would help me get it out, um, I almost wrote that book. And what happened is I sat with it for a while and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to write this book. Let me write the outline. Well, tried to write the outline, nothing happened, right? So the importance of staying authentic, like how much do we know? How much did you know? And how do you know? Like, this is the core idea. It can't change no matter how much people offer, no matter how much people do, because it loses the thing that actually gives it life. So how did you guys know what that was? And how did you talk it over of what that was? Such a good question, because again, I feel like when there's content that comes out in the world, it's outside of Lori Harder. It's outside of myself. It's outside of Anna. It's really us being open and us being the vessels for it. So it's, it's a very hard question to mm-hmm. answer because I feel like it just, that's where flow comes in. Mm-hmm. When we were open and we said, this is what the world needs. This is what we want in our families. And you know what, if this is only for our family and nobody buys it, at least we have it for us. But if we're craving it, there has to be other moms out there craving it too. We were open and then source, I don't know what else to call it, started to hide. And that's where it started to roll and the answer started to come. I mean, those early days, Anna, do you remember the back and forth? It was so fun. (laughs) Yes. And as Lori was talking, I just kept saying like the essence of it, like you, it can't lose your essence and your authenticity. And I feel like we always go back to, I mean, especially as women, we're so intuitive. Like we just know, and we know if it's a dangly carrot or we know if it feels true to our soul. So we need to tap into that. And the more aware that we become through our personal growth journey, the more that we'll have the answers and we'll just know it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. When I'm out of alignment, I get pressure on my chest and I got pressure on my upper back. Whenever it shows up, I know I'm out of alignment. And then I get to choose whether I keep going the direction that my ego wants to go or if I listen to my soul and go this way. So it's, it's, it's constantly being brought back to that. And making decisions from that place has really brought us to where we are today with this company. And what is it? Is it year three? Yeah, year three. Wow, that's and- awesome. So uh, this... This question is forming in my head right now, like literally right now. So let's see if I even can put words to it. Um, so when you are, uh, have you ever had, uh, okay, so you're excited about your business because I, 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 this has happened to me and it's something that absolutely I think happens to a lot of um, entrepreneurs in the beginning or whatever that look, people with a big dream. Um, I've had a lot of moments along the way that it's almost like you, you know, it's hard work and you're doing the hard work and you, you, you don't believe you're trying to skip over the hard work, but maybe you're hoping for somebody to kind of come and give you what you need, or you think you need somebody to make it happen. Um, and what can happen is sometimes there will be people who tell you and they have the best intentions, no bad intentions at all, but they might be able, they might tell you that like, I can help you with this, or I'm going to, I'm going to make this huge, or you come with me and we're going to make this thing X, Y, and Z, except it seems to fall through or never work. Did you guys experience anything like that? And what did it teach you on the other side? My heart is breaking and like, I feel it all clenched up because we've had a few of those times and I'm brought back. I let 
I think everybody goes through it. It's crazy. And that's why I think it's so important for people to have a heads up of what it feels like when it happens. Yes. And I, I think that, I mean, in the most mindful response, because that I have to do that responsibly. I mean, <laughs> if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing, you know, when we started this, we were always open to investing in. I think we entered this business and, and I'm saying like, we've, it's not we like we entered with millions of dollars. That's not the case. This company is self-founded. It's been really, really difficult when it comes to the financials. Um, but having said that, I mean, people have offered us the, the shiny carrot, you know, they promised us hundred thousand dollar Kickstarters. And to be honest, I mean, we went for it. And so I feel like, and this was at the very beginning, and we've invested a lot of money, especially in digital marketing agencies mm-hmm. um, and PR agencies, because we, we are so passionate. We know the message that we want to bring into the world. Um, but unfortunately, we've lost a lot of money along the way mm-hmm. um, and have taken things back. So this is where we kind of pause and evaluate because most agencies that you work with, they'll have monthly retainers, but they will not you know, guarantee anything. And so about a year ago, we sat back and said, okay, we're going <laughs> to fire everyone and bring it back in house. And that's been the biggest blessing because yes, we are more busy, um, but we have full control. I mean, I'm running the digital marketing with my husband. So we're doing all of our Facebook and Instagram ads and, and they're working. And same with PR, you know, it's something that I'm so passionate about. Lindy does the PR pitches and they're authentic to our message. They're our brand. Um, They sound like us. And then we go out and do the pitches. Does it take more time to find the right contacts? Absolutely. But it's been so much more fulfilling and such a money saver. Mm. Man, I have such similar experiences and and they're vital, right? Like you have to learn... I, I actually look back to the times where I have lost the most money and just like, you know, I, I don't know if I would have learned that lesson if I wouldn't have shelled out that much money or put so much, uh, you know, on the line. Like I, I, I truly like there are lessons that I can see. I'm, I'm so grateful for now. So grateful. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's like, and then stopping and pausing and saying, what can, you know, I extract from that experience, you know, after you mourn the money, after you cry over it, you know, what can we learn from this and what can we do different? Right. Cause we don't want to keep repeating the same mistakes, but hardships are going to happen. I mean, these things are going to happen, especially when you're excited and you're launching. I mean, just, yeah, do it, do it, um, without allowing anyone to take advantage of for mm-hmm. sure. So I want to know what, what, have been your conversations when you've been together of obviously when you have a business and you have, especially when we're talking to people who have like a very um, soulful business or a self-development business or a coaching business or a spiritual business, right? Like I think for some people it can be challenging to really start to have conversations about how do we really make this a viable, like very successful business? Like how do we make sure that we're not only, you know, getting this message out there, but if you want to have a, a business that can also potentially in the future give back or that you guys don't want to just do this as a fun hobby, like how do you make sure that you, what were the conversations around? What are our money goals? Like, let's talk about really being able to, like, I don't know if you have, if you guys have those conversations on like, what are your shoot for the stars type of business goals? Well, we definitely have those, those conversations. And I think that when we came out of the gates, we were like, if this is just for our family, that's great. But Mm -hmm. also this is pretty amazing. Hi, Oprah. You're welcome. And this is pretty hard. Like, let's also get paid for it. Exactly. So we walked out of the gates being like, you think a million in the first year? Yeah, that sounds about good. Mm -hmm. We, We didn't really know. So I think that what people need to keep in mind is you need to really go through all of it for a year, maybe even two years before you can have a realistic um, outlook Mm -hmm. for us anyway. So right now, Anna and I are like, I feel so good about where we're at and how we can make our goals because our finances are in order and our, everything is in order and we get it. We get Mm -hmm. what, and we had to go through losing money and we had to go through hiring the wrong people. And we had to go through spending way too much on marketing. We had to go through those things 
to understand, okay, well, if we cut here and we cut here, then we have, you know, our revenue can be this and we can grow in this way. We really had to go through it before we could set those goals. So Mm -hmm. I think that we're right now at that pivotal time where we can make realistic goals, which is really exciting. Yeah. What's the big goal? You guys have a goal of getting into a certain store. You have a goal of hit. What is it? Why, why do I feel that for you? <laughs> <laughs> the, big goal, the big goal money-wise or the big goal? I mean, Oprah is our big goal. Yeah. Okay. Oprah's the big goal. Any stores Oprah's or anything like that? Goal. Like, where do you want to see your product? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we achieved one of these massive goals in January. So we have, um, what's equivalent to Barnes and Noble in Canada. It's called Indigo. So same thing, kind of, we launched, we're like, you're welcome, Indigo. We're here. (laughs) It was a two and a half year process to get into this big retailer. So, um, you know, we've had great conversations with Barnes and Noble, but it's also making us realize that Retail is awesome, but our main business is e-commerce. It yeah. allows us to really have control of our business and you know scale to where we want to scale. Because especially now, we don't know where retail is going to be after this. So true. So mm-hmm. that's kind of our thing is, is e-commerce 100%. I mean, Oprah's favorite things, fingers crossed 2020. I mean, come on, Oprah. <laughs> How are you trying to get on her radar for people to, uh, to understand what, you, so what you're all doing in the back? Yeah, it's so much fun. Like that's the thing. You have to have fun with these things because when it feels like work, then you know the whole vibe is out of alignment. Yeah. And I've had a blast connecting with her editors. So I'm actually flirting really closely with one of her like main editors. Um, <laughs> she received the product and actually gave it to the person in charge of Oprah's favorite things. So this is kind of again talking about the flow. So the flow in getting the product to the right person mm. happened really organically and happened really quickly. So this is where it's my turn to pause and trust. There's literally nothing else I can do other than potentially say hello in, I don't know, maybe June, um, because they plan so far out and say, you know, ask Mm -hmm. for consideration, especially tying it into a conversation around COVID. But that's, that's it, right? There's, there's not much more I can do. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you're doing the work. And then you kind of take your claws out of it. Like you release the energy. (laughs) Exactly. Because our vibes, I mean, that's what's manifesting. The Mm -hmm. vibe that we're putting out there is either going to attract negative or positive experiences, people, opportunities into our life. So we got to keep checking in on that. So if I could just add, we're asking about the, you know, our goals or our financial goals. What always has felt amazing and what has always driven us forward is if we take the money out of it and we talk more about the impact. Mm. So initially we were talking about one, when we hit 1 million homes that have been love powered, I mean, the feeling that we'll have knowing that 1 million homes, there are people in those beautiful spaces practicing their affirmations every day. That is the feeling that we want to attach ourselves to. And the money is associated with that, but we don't have to be focused on that money goal because, you know, it can just turn into a whole bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. So the impact goal is more, I think what we want to be associated with. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I I have an interesting question because I'm starting a company that that somewhat... um, it's, it's not similar whatsoever. I'm saying it's similar in terms of, um, it's an alcohol company. So I, I know that it has its thing that sets it apart, just like you're an affirmation company that has its thing that sets it apart. But technically people can do exactly what we're doing. Like they can come and they can make affirmation cards and do all the things. And, you know, they, they can have the exact same business and people can come and do my exact same business with even the same ideas behind what I'm doing. So how do you stay focused on like you um, getting your product into... Um, and I'm just using this as an example because I'm putting myself in your shoes thinking of the people I, whose hands I want to get it into um, for, for my product. So like, how are you staying in, in differentiating yourself and like staying in that like high energy of... I know that this is going to be recognized over the other ones or with the other ones or whatever that that is. Like, how do you guys feel about um, when so many other things like this have popped up? Yeah, it's a two-part answer. I feel like the first thing is um, when we first started, no one really, a small percentage of the population really knew what affirmations were. This has really shifted as the mindfulness space has grown. And so I think for us... um, 
We really do focus on elevating all of the other brands in this space because it's bringing awareness to mindfulness. I love that. Mm -hmm. That is extremely important. And you know what? The knockoffs have started coming and it actually gives us affirmation or confirmation (laughs) that we are on the right track. And Mm -hmm. so there is enough abundance for all of us. That's kind of the first thing. The other thing that we had um, as a conversation, especially early on, is that we are the brand. So Lindy and Anna no one can duplicate us. Yes. Work harder. No one is you. No one has your voice and your message to the T. So you are the brand behind it. And so that's always been really important. And I think, you know, we decided to go, a lot of people put products out into the world. They don't do any PR. They don't do any media. They don't do um, speaking engagements or events. Mm-hmm. That for us has been really important because behind this product is a really important message. And so especially coming into 2020, we had a ton of events booked. And these are events where we dive deeper into the power of our thoughts Mm -hmm. and our words and the power behind manifesting consciously and behind the power behind affirmations and gratitude. And so when we tie in, you know, us as a brand and our message, then that only elevates the company. And so, you know, very similarly for you, it's you're the brand, you're launching a product into the world. And I mean, you have this amazing database of contacts. I'm, hey, I'll take some too. I'll take some babies you're launching. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, th- thank you for that. I think it's so important for people to hear um, what I pray people took away from that because is that you're still needed no matter how many people are out there because there's a million ideas. Like no idea is new. Like it's, it's for the taking. It's from God, source, whatever you believe in. Like it, there's a million ideas that are landing on people and it's up to you to bring it out in your own way and it's going to hit the right people that it's meant to hit. And uh, so many people stop themselves before they even get started because... And I can't tell you how many times already I've had people or investors that I've talked to be like, why is this different? Like, do you know who you're up against? Like, what are you doing? And and I, you have to... There has to be a bit of almost like... It's not naivety. It's like... It's, it's like just tapping into remembering how this idea was delivered. So what is your version of your thing that you keep tapping into when you get that like, hey guys, do you know what you're up against? Hey guys, do you know how many of these other things are out here? Like, what do you, what do you say? Like, what does that woman need to hear right now to keep going even when it's an idea that technically is out there? So exactly what Anna said. I mean, nobody is your voice. Nobody yeah. is your friend, Nobody is you. I mean, do your I am unique affirmations again and again and again. Um, I remember being at a business conference and somebody was speaking and they said, how many brands of water are there? Mm. Try, try, try to count how many brands of water there are. And you start to think of all the different brands that you've experienced that you've tasted that how different is the water inside? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't even think of. Yeah. Some right. people say they're different. I'm like, no. Model, you think mm-hmm. about the packaging, you think about the message, you think about the marketing, you think about the PR, everybody has space. Mm-hmm. And the way that you connect your message, you're going to connect to specific people that are drawn to you. And somebody else might connect to somebody else that you would never find your product anyway, because they are not connected to your message. So you need to just go out and do it because there are people out there that will be drawn to your message and they need to hear what you're going to say. Oh my God. I love that example of water. I've heard it put, but in a different example, but why I love water is because honestly, I, I cannot tell the difference, but I'm so drawn to certain labels or a bottle shape or a bottle type. Like, and I mean, really drawn to it. I'm like, I don't want that one. That one's meh. like, but this one makes me feel all sorts of ways about myself. Like I'm even smarter when I drink this. Like that is why it's so important. And then for some people, they don't want that like bougie water. It doesn't, they're like, that's so stupid. Give me the one that is, you know, just basic because this is like what's important to me and it doesn't matter. And it's just, it's really, interest not saying people who drink non-fancy water are basic. <laughs> that came out all wrong. <laughs> but, Tell, gave us a laugh. <laughs> but it you get the point. Um but yeah thank you for using that example because I these are the huge blocks, right? These are the things that just people stop the idea before they even start. So where you guys are at right now, what are some of your challenges in your business that you're facing because of COVID? 
Yeah. So our biggest one is we actually ran out of inventory right before all the quarantine happened. Mm. So early March, due to overwhelming demand, our new partnership with Indigo, we totally sold out of our Love Powered Littles and our Love Powered Femme gone. And we haven't been able to restock. So thankfully, Indigo received a small stock uh, restock um, this week, Mm. but our femme and our littles is sold out online. And so it's it's hard. And we have to keep going back to that mindset game because this product is really needed right now. Mm -hmm. This could have been our most successful time because you know, everyone needs positive affirmations in their life right now. And so it's kind of going back to, okay, it happened on purpose. We were sold out for on purpose. We're not going to get paid for a few months on purpose. And as shitty as it is, I mean, it's reality. And maybe there is something much greater and impactful on the other side. Mm. So having said that, we turn this energy of feeling really deflated to looking at back at how can we give back? How can we serve? And so what we did is we took our digital version of affirmations and for four weeks offered them for free. So we ended up gifting 2,499 digital sets, which is equivalent to about $35,000 in sales. Mm. And you know what? It felt good. And we know that that many people could start their digital affirmations and a lot have. I mean, we're seeing the shares on social and that vibration was amazing. And so that's all we could do. Mm. Uh, It's so good. And and honestly, just shifting of the energy. And yeah, you guys are going to look back and be like, wow, I totally see why that happened in the belief. So I always go to talking about what is the belief that pulled you through because that's what it is, right? It's it's a choice to make up a belief that serves you in the most powerful way for whatever time that is. And I loved, um, you said, you know, your belief is that this is going to be for a reason. And there are some people who right now like think that that sounds absolutely batshit crazy, but it's the thing that makes an entrepreneur gritty. It's the thing that pulls an entrepreneur through. Like it's, it's very, very real. So what is the belief that you have for the future of your company? Like, what do you guys see happening for your company? What's the big vision? I mean, the big vision is massive. I mean, if we, I mean, from the very beginning, we were talking about selling this company for $50 million. So, you know, the the dollar amount has been huge from day one. And the reason why we initially talked about selling is if we could align with a large company that's looking to enter into the mindfulness space, the reach is just going to be that much bigger. Mm -hmm. I mean, our intention at the end of this is for everyone to practice positive affirmations because they work. And so that's kind of like the big goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when you talked about belief, what kept coming up for me is as entrepreneurs, control what you can control Mm. and let go of everything else. Because the fact that China was unable to ship to us was totally out of our control. There's nothing we could do about it. So we could stay stuck in the shit or we can keep moving forward, which is what we decided to do by aligning with a give back mission. Mm, So good. All right, you guys, tell me um, just just closing thoughts. What do people need to know? Like, what are what what is some advice? And I want to go business wise because I think business is spiritual. So, <laughs> I want to know what do people need to know um, about uh, growing growing and scaling a business? Okay, I'll start because <laughs> I don't want you to take my answer. <laughs> She's like, that's okay. Cause I'll build off of it. It's going to be great. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I'm actually going to take Marie Forleo's saying that everything is figure outable. Mm. I mean, we get an idea and we act and then we solve the problems. So don't get stuck in the trying to know all of the answers. Just go for it. Act mm. on your inspiration and everything will work out. Mm. So good. Love that one. How about you, Lindy? So I would say surround yourself with inspiring people and ideas because that is what's going to keep you going. That's going to keep your vibe high. That's what's going to give you the validation and the confidence that you need to keep on going. Don't listen to the shit. Don't listen to the news. Don't listen to people that are going to bring you down. You don't need that when you're trying to grow a business. Mm, So good, you guys. So where can we, where can we, first of all, find you, follow you, find your product 
um, most of the time. <laughs> Thank you. So our website, lovepoweredco.com. And then we're on, we're on all social platforms under at lovepoweredco, but we're mostly on Instagram. Okay. Your Instagram is beautiful. Amazing. So any parting words for our listeners? Why don't we do an affirmation? Oh yeah. Let's do it. There we go. Okay. I pick a number between one and 11, Lori. 11. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> <Equal> numbers. <laughs> I chose 11 cards here because sometimes I just choose a small group. I just, I like the number 11. So yeah, do you. it's a good one. <laughs> Perfect for right now. Okay. What's your power? These are the powers we all have within us. At times we just need a little reminder. What's Can it say? It says adaptability is my power. I am adaptable. I am flexible. I am easygoing. I welcome change with ease and an open mind. I am adaptable. And then it says, can you remember a time when you were adaptable and easygoing? How did it feel? Yes, I can. It was this week. It felt amazing. And it was very unexpected. A connection with somebody who I had written, like kind of had written off over like, oh, this isn't going to be like a person that I'll probably connect with. And it just so happened to probably be the most pivotal connection I'll make for my company. So yeah, very like I adapted in terms of just what I was thinking and where we were going with what we thought the company was going to do. So there you go. Thank you for that card. It was meant for me. And that was super fun. So (laughs) the questions at the bottom are really, really fun. I can see how this could really connect um, your family and open things up that you wouldn't normally share, you know? So, so beautiful, you guys. I'm so grateful. Thank you for coming on. Um, I have just been uh, admiring your work and your will and your grit. Um, That's a huge thing for me with who I just think is amazing and admire is just how gritty are you? And you guys are gritty. I freaking love it because you are um, being powered by, you know, you're allowing spirit to just work through you. You're allowing to just follow that vision and protect it. So, um, so grateful for you guys. You guys go find and follow them. Um, Their affirmations are stunning. Their decks are amazing. I'm all about deeper, meaningful conversations. And this is definitely something you can do with your friends, with your family. Um, and you'll, yeah, it just creates incredible connections really, really quickly. So thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank Thank you so much for the same about you. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, if you love this podcast as much as I did, what I want you to do is to tag at love powered co that's your IG handle, correct? Okay. At love powered co and tag myself and let us know what your biggest takeaway was from Anna and Lindy. Like we want to know exactly what you got from this, what the nugget was, what helped propel you forward. Um, and make sure again, you tag us, upload it to your story so that we can reshare your stories and we can see uh, what you got out of it. So you guys until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight 
fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.